Welcome to the Randomonium Podcast, Ayo. everyone. I am Danny Gula. And I'm John Stom. And on the ones and twos is our wonderful, friendly producer, Jeffrey McCullough. Hello, gentlemen. How are we doing? Doing pretty good. Doing well. Excited to get into this. 2019. 2019. I feel like we're hitting the podcast strong. Yes. Had a good first episode with Miss Lauren Powell, if you yep. hadn't seen the last episode. A lot of fun. We had our first guest on. Uh, but before we get started, uh, we wanted to take a moment to talk about our, our fans a little bit. Yeah, that's right. So we call them, we don't just call them fans. No. We have a cool name for them. Some of our, our friends. We, we. Our buddies. Well, we, we have a cooler name than that. You're right. What was it? Well, this is the Randomonium Podcast. That's right. It so is. So we call them randos. Randos, which is normally a weird term, but we kind of like embodying it. it. So we want to talk about some of our randos today (laughs) uh, on Patreon. We asked you guys a question last week, but weren't able to get to it because... uh, you know, it was a busy podcast with having a guest on, so we wanted to make sure we get a chance to talk about that a little bit. That's right. Yeah, so we asked last week what some of your resolutions are. We got three responses uh, from our patrons, as Danny said. One from VO Live Purple. She basically is going to just kind of work on herself this year, Um, just generally focus on kind of uh, improving her situation, being a better person, Um, just improving over last year. She said she didn't really do as much as she wanted to do last year. Um, and this year is going to be more figuring out herself and staying yeah. true to whoever she is. It's important. It's not technically a New Year's resolution, but just a general like, hey, kind of New goal. Year. Yeah. Let's let's remember like going into this. Let's try to do a little better than we did last year. Yeah. I think everybody can relate to that. Oh yeah, New Year, New Me. April, our friend April, uh, she is setting lots of goals. One diet and exercise. She's also going to daily vlog, which is pretty cool. I'm pretty excited to see that because she wants people to kind of hold her hold her accountable yeah. to those. Um, she's going to learn to sew. Which okay. I think is cool because she's learning a lot from your wife. Yeah, my and wife started a YouTube channel called Goulush, right. yep. so check that out. That's right. The third, the third and final comment that we got was from our old friend, Mallory. Yeah, pew, pew, pew. We're going to hit the air horns on that. Pew, pew, pew. Yes, we love Mallory. She used to work with us at Vat19, and now she's doing fantastic things out in fantastic Philadelphia. That's a lot of Fs. Well, there's some PHs in there, too. but <laughs> It's an F sound. It's an F sound. <laughs> <laughs> Phonics. Yeah, Mallory uh, did great work at Bat 19, shooting photos, retouching photos. Now she does that for David's Bridal, which is really cool. Yeah. Um, but she's doing great. She supports this show, and this year her general goal is to save more money and spend it on like things like adventures and trips like that. That's great. You like spend your money on experiences, memories yes. rather than things. Rather than things. It's awesome. The podcast, Randomonium Podcast, if you don't know, uh, is basically broken down into the past, present, and future. Yep. So every episode, we have three topics that we that we bring out, and it's a surprise to yeah. each of us. So I this time I've brought the past segment to talk about, and Danny doesn't know what I'm gonna what I'm gonna say. Yeah. And I've brought the present. You've got the present. And, and it, 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 side note, right before we hit record, Danny goes, "Oh, there's been a development with with my topic." Yeah, it's changed since, like, in the I last couple hours. It is the most present topic I think I've brought yet. I'm really curious, so yeah. stick around to hear what Danny's gonna say. And then I've brought the the future topic as well, and you don't know what that means. I don't, and I'm excited to hear about it because I love the future. Yep. Uh, All right, well, let's let's get let's get into this. You want to go to the past? Let's go back. Let's rewind. Let's go back to the past. <laughs>
past. All right. We're back in the past. We rewound. We, we were kind. We rewinded. We've blasted to the pasted. <laughs> you can't really go. You can't past tense either of those things. No. Okay. Well, we've talked about this before uh, in the past. Okay. But I'm going to bring it up again because it's a really interesting topic. All right. Um, and I think Jeff's going to get on this too because it, we, we had some fun talking about this one time and the mics weren't even rolling. We we're like, we got to save this for the podcast. Okay. L- l- let me just walk you through this. So at some point in like our middle school, high school, do you remember when like, I think it was middle school. when Oh girls, yeah. When no girls would date me. I, yeah, I remember that. When I saw your girlfriend in fifth yeah. grade. I think yeah. we've talked about that on this podcast. I had a big problem with <laughs> girls not wanting to date me until I got to high school. Okay, well, aside from that, do you remember, like, around middle school when girls, like, the hairstyle for them was, like, you can't see my hands right now if you're listening to this, but it was kind of, like, flipped out on the bottom? Yeah. Like, it would go, like, down, and then, like, at the bottom, it would kind of flip out. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, and then around that time also, do you remember when, like, like wider leg jeans were coming into fashion not, like for men for men yeah, yeah. Well, and women too like at the bottom it was like not necessarily like bell bottoms not but boot like, cu- are you talking about boot, like cut boot or cuts like, yeah, yeah. yeah just kind of like they were flared out a little sure. bit sure actually even for girls i think i don't know if they were called like flare they're called jeans. flares yeah. yeah i didn't have a sister so they were flares okay then at some point like in maybe the late 2000s like through i don't know some 2010s or whatever uh there were more of the 80s styles came back. Mm-hmm. So brighter colors. Yeah. Um, we're talking like higher waisted pants versus like lower waisted pants yeah. when we were younger. Um, like the mom jeans kind of look was, mm-hmm. you know, has been back for a little while. Um, so what I'm getting at here is things come back into style. Yeah. Right. So like, especially like decades, like you can kind of clearly see, like, I remember when the 70s came back and then the 80s have come back. Now the 90s are kind of Yeah, the in 90s style. are a thing again, especially with music. Like, yeah, music a lot too. Of music sounds. Yeah. Coming so, back. why do you think some things from the past come back as retro styles, and some things don't? So, like, for instance, the things that don't come back, haven't at least, the 80s hair. Right. It doesn't. Why? I think the hair is a frequent one that doesn't come back. Like, that's the one that you look at. And sometimes you'll have, like, inspirations mm-hmm. from those hairstyles. Like, I remember when we were in high school and, like, the seven, the flared jeans and, yeah. like, 70s styles were back. I was wearing a lot of vintage t-shirts and I had shaggy, shaggy hair. hair. Yeah. And, like, it's still, like, long hair, but if you look at it, if you looked at the long hair from when we were in high school to, like, when our parents were in high school... It's a different shaggy. Totally different. Yeah. But still kind of, like, inspired by it. And I think some of it comes down to, like, looking through it with, like, rose-colored glasses. Mm-hmm. So you're looking at the past and kind of idealizing, like, what it was like. Mm-hmm. Oh, oh, Farrah Fawcett and, like... <laughs> What are, I don't know other other old other things. 70s supermodels. <laughs> Ch- Charlie's Angels was Farrah Fawcett and Charlie's Angels. I don't know. I think she was. Yeah, <laughs> I don't know. Um, but, but yeah, like, like that 70s show. Like, yeah, that was that's a good example of like, I feel like that was probably not very true to the 70s in some ways. Like, I mean, maybe in some I ways. I remember my dad loved that show because he was like, oh man, the 70s were that was so pretty great. accurate. And he, and he thought it was pretty accurate. Okay. But I I still feel like the hairstyles were like homages. They weren't yeah. totally accurate. Well, either way, it's like. The, a show like a, a show called That 70s Show could become popular again in the late 90s, early 2000s, because that's when like the 70s had come back. That's so interesting. Like, and why haven't other decades? Maybe maybe they will, but why yeah. haven't they come back yet? Like, why haven't we seen a resurgence of the 20s or the 30s? I'm hoping coming up on the new Roaring 20s that like 20s stuff kind of comes back. Mm-hmm. I'm really kind of hope. I. I I, I would love to have a lot of like speakeasy themed parties and stuff mm-hmm. would be cool. Um, but yeah, I just don't know why some of it doesn't come back and where does it start? Like maybe it's only like, it's always, it's kind of your parents' generation. Like mm-hmm. you can look at like, some people have some of their parents' clothes like laying around. It's like, oh, I got, I remember my sister would get like a t-shirt for my dad or something that yeah. he found in my grandma's basement or something. Right. Well, I think you're onto something whenever you're saying that like we kind of idealize something that happened from the past. You try to bring it back. 
because we're a pretty nostalgic culture and we're so we're a cultural people yeah. when it comes to pop culture and some yeah. of those other things. So, um, but the thing that I find interesting is that with certain aspects of style, it's not always celebrated because I was actually reading an article a couple months ago that Bruno Mars, who's like highly celebrated as yeah. an artist, yeah. is and actually and known highly... for like pulling things from other decades and other genres. Sure, yeah. but he's also highly criticized yeah. by artists because they're like, dude, you're not doing anything new. You're actually just copying. You're pretty much plagiarizing something that has already been done. Totally. I remember his, his like breakout single was, uh, I can't remember the name of it, but it was the one that was like exactly like The Police. It was the straight mm. up like police yeah. song. Mm. And then he's like his newer ones have been like very uh, early nineties, like straight yeah, up. Yeah, so nineties, yeah, that yeah. finesse song. Like yeah, he's he's definitely like borrowing hard from other genres. And should that be celebrated or should we stay away from it? I, right? Think, right. I think if you do it well enough to where like you're writing original stuff but like stylized you're fine. I think that's fine. Um The interesting thing about it too for me though too is that we we actually have a very acute sense of these things where like you can tell the difference between, say, that like woman you see sitting across the restaurant who's like kind of stuck in the past, where mm -hmm. she's got, I don't know, the feathered hair in the 1980s and like makeup or style. It's like, man, she never advanced, versus like the young person that comes in and they've, they're straight up like embracing sporting it. an 80s thing but yeah. we and we can tell the difference you totally so can. why is one celebrated and one you're kind of like oh man they need to get out of the past and i think it's because even though we do kind of create and recreate and revive things we can kind of tell when that revival is like advancing things as mm -hmm. opposed to kind of stuck yeah well it's also a matter i think too of just seeing like you can tell when something's intentional and when somebody just doesn't really understand yeah like they're just kind of stuck in what they do I, and I'm, I, I have one person in my head, which was an enigma, and I, and I don't even know her name. It was a girl I went to high school with, and we called her 80s girl. I never knew her, but she was like super unique style. So Did, was she behind the times, or was she ahead of her time? I could not tell you. <laughs> like, it was just yeah. like, it was a, it was blowing our mind. Like, maybe she was just like, like really into this, and it was really cool, but it also was so authentic that it could have just been really bad. Mm-hmm. We had no clue. She was an enigma. And I'm still to this day, I couldn't tell you what her name was or if she was trying to look like that or just happened to look like that. But it was like hairstyle, clothes, everything. So are there any styles that you absolutely like, please don't come back? Like powdered wigs or mustaches? <laughs> I mean, that powdered is, wigs are coming that back. That is strange. I, I do think about like, I, I think some of this, like going back in nostalgic looks, fashion and all these kind of things is like, I feel like pop culture might be a newer thing. Like, because, like, now that, like, media becomes more accessible and things like that, like, everybody gets to it. Because, like, do you, like, looking back in history, do I don't feel like there were ever throwback styles until maybe... It's hard to say. I bet it's harder maybe, to say maybe for the us. 80s? I don't know, but I think it's harder to say for us than... Because we can't really see all the nuance. We just see powdered wigs from 1600 to yeah. 1800. We don't know any difference, but it's like, oh, he curled his powdered wig to the right side. <laughs> sure. That's such an 1840s thing to do. Like, <laughs> right. you know, there's probably that nuance that we don't really pick up on. Yeah. I don't know, maybe, but I think what you're saying is true in some sense that like we're going faster and faster, where it's like every yeah, they're year. So short. Oh, this is this is 2019. That That's so 2018. Powdered wigs were a thing for a long, Very long time. time. Oh, yeah. Like hundreds of years. Yeah. So what do you think is going to be like how it's so hard for me to even think about what now is what does now look like to be copied later yeah. you know like let's say this is the 2030s and they're like oh you're just wearing something that's very that's very 2019 like what yeah. what does that look like um 
Man, I feel like the the tattoos thing, like all the face tattoos that are face popular tattoo. right now, like with, with like all the hip hop and stuff. Yeah, hip hop, uh, uh, with SoundCloud rap and stuff. Justin like, Bieber just got a face tattoo. Really? He did. It's his. His is pretty. His is tasteful. Pretty, I, I mean, I, I don't not, hate it. I'm not into face tattoos, yeah. but I'm like, that's kind of that's kind of cool. I saw the same thing. Too. That's kind of cool. <laughs> it's it's like it's, his wife's thing. It's like right. It says Grace yeah. above his eyebrow, like in a in a scripty font, but it's like it almost looked like a, like a just like a line. It's, it's like pretty a, close to his just eye like eyebrows. Like a squiggle. Yeah. yeah. It's 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 really subtle, but like. I don't know. I'm I, again. I'm not. I'm never gonna get a face yeah, tattoo. But that is actually that's one of the better face tattoos I've seen. Yeah. Um. I feel like that's that's gonna be one of those things. Uh. I feel like the scruffy face. Scruffy facial hair. For scruffy men. facial hair. Is, That'll go away. That's gonna come, go away for go sure. Away and it was back. around in the '80s. It was a lot shorter, but like that. Five, it was like five o'clock shadow in the right. '80s. Yeah, '70s and '80s because '60s was clean cut. Like yeah, Beatles yeah, mop clean top cut. clean cut. Yeah. And then late '60s into the '70s. And we we mix all this together again because like think about how like suit styles right now. Think about like the. Like the going out, like formal man right now could go out in like a '60s, like slim, skinny tie mm-hmm. suit, but then have like a scruffy face, mm-hmm. which is very not '60s. Right. Yeah. Um, and then like the very 2019 hair, which is like you know like uh, high fade, like yeah. you know short on the sides, long on top. Like that's kinda... definitely gonna be a thing. So like it's a mix of a lot of different things. Yeah. I the one thing I don't want to come back, uh, pleated. Pleated pants. Oh, pleated pants never come back. Please. It will though. I guarantee it, it is, will. It is coming back, and I think it's coming back soon. And I've called a few things. Everything comes back. Um, but I think pleated pants on men, like pleated pants with like the cuffed bottoms, like yeah. pleated dockers, are going to be a thing again. Yeah, big clothes for men. That's what I really don't want to come back. I was watching some family videos from when oh I was like a goodness. teenager. Suits. I had like shoulder pads in yes. my suits. I'm like, please. Yeah. yeah, I wish we had a girl on the podcast right now because I bet there's a lot of things that they would be able to be like. That, like scrunchies, but scrunchies came back, right? Oh, scrunchies are back. My daughter has is, is way into scrunchies That's right crazy, now. That's crazy because I remember, I remember just like not that long ago, people making fun of scrunchies. Like, remember scrunchies from the nineties? No, and she, now it's like she likes. My daughter likes scrunchies. That's it's crazy, man. It's crazy. Yeah, everything's new again. It's an interesting, just like social, um, like observation to see. We're nostalgic. I mean, even the whole uh, like movie right now, it's all reboots, it's all remakes, yeah. it's all that other stuff. For yep. some reason, we have this compulsion to kind of go back and bring things back. Mm-hmm. And um, that's one area where I hope that we do kind of changing it back to like original storytelling with movies. Mm-hmm. But we are, yeah. We're getting a sequel to Coming to America. No, we aren't. Yes, what? we are. All right, well, let's, uh, let's, let's go into the present now. Yeah. Now that we're talking about that. Let's bring it up to now. Right into the present. There's a thing going on right now. It just happened. Yeah, literally. Um, are you familiar with the Instagram account World underscore Record underscore Egg? World Record Egg. World <sighs> Record Egg. It sounds familiar. So we're, I'm gonna before we find out why this Instagram account is there. It's an Instagram account with only a picture of an egg. Okay. One egg. Two million followers right now. There's one picture <laughs> of an egg. You're showing me the account. There's one, one picture photo. posted. It's the same as the profile picture. It's just an egg, um, on white. Very simple photo. It's like a brown egg on white. Just a brown egg on white. But wait, um, there's a story. I saw that it, it, they yep. posted a story. I'm not gonna, so I'll let you go. Do you know, up until today, what was the most liked photo on Instagram? Don't tell me it was that egg. No, it is the egg now. 
That was the whole point of this egg account was to become the most liked photo on Instagram. Before that, it was a picture. Um, they just beat out. Let me go here and find the photo. It was Kylie Jenner. That um, she had 18 million me. likes. It was a photo of her 18 son. 18 million. 18 million likes. This photo of I'm, this. I'm lucky if I get like 600. Yeah. Yeah, I know. It's the struggle's real. But this photo now has a total of 21 million <laughs> likes. 21 million 712 thousand likes. It's a picture of an egg. Now, before we started this podcast, it was 20 million. <laughs> Just to show you, it's gotten a million in like the short time we've been recording this podcast. Okay, I have so many questions. Uh, I'm going to let you keep going. So I'm going to let you finish. I'm going to let you finish. That's, so that's out a, of, that's a, out that's of a the people that I follow that have liked this photo, um, Casey Neistat liked it. Uh, Just Dustin, the YouTuber from uh, Toronto. Um, let's see here. Arch Apparel, local local clothing company. This is, I mean, people like it. It's reaching everyone. Yeah. Um, Maine, Yusuf, our friend yep. from YouTube that we met out, uh, out of VidCon. Boston Tom from uh, yep. Fine Brothers. I mean, a significant people. My wife had already liked it before I even found it. She's a, she prides herself on trying to know what's in. But the account was just said, this was the uh, caption. Let's set a world record together and get the most liked posts on Instagram, beating the current world record by Kylie Jenner, 18 million. We got this. And it happened. That and this picture was posted on January 4th. Now of 2019. Of 2019. A now as in like like this podcast was as of now, we recorded this podcast on the 13th of January. Okay. My questions so, have so just, nine days. I've got more questions now. <laughs> yes. Can I, can I ask some questions? You can ask some questions. I'll see what I know. <laughs> I'm glad you didn't know about this. Because no. I was hoping... Because I noticed you didn't like it. That's why I brought it. I was uh, like, oh, John hasn't liked this photo yet. So I have... Okay, I have not heard of that. I don't know why it sounded familiar. But it sounds like something that would go around Twitter. That's probably why I thought yeah. of it. Okay, who's behind this? Is my... Maybe nobody knows. I don't know. You don't know. Okay. I don't know. Well, how did they... Uh, you can't just start an Instagram account and be like, let's break a world record. Like, nobody's going to get on board with that. Like, it's it's obviously, like, a snowball effect. Yeah. Like, you start getting some likes, and then now that it's, like, become this thing, like, I mean, yeah. I'm sure it's just gonna, it's gonna skyrocket now. Well, there were a lot of accounts that were trying to do it. Like, I remember seeing one, it was, like, a weird picture of Peter Griffin. It was, like, let's get, uh, Kylie Jenner has the most liked photo, let's get Peter Griffin up there. And, like, you see that happen a lot, where, like, Instagram models can get thousands of likes, what about this guy who's just a nice man? Like, right, and right. those things go around, so it probably just started out like that. But then I think, you know, it's it's obviously funny that it's just an egg. It's like the simplest photo. Yep. Just a brown egg standing on in on white. I, I don't even know if it's a real photo. That's <laughs> It could be CG. It could be fake. Yeah. But with so many people liking it, now Instagram is recommending that to everyone. So everyone's oh, going to yeah. see that in their explore page. Like, what is this egg I keep seeing? Well, and I had seen it because there was articles written about this egg. <laughs> Um, so, like, that's how I saw it. But what's crazy is, like, think about the power of this. Okay, so this person, I'm going to hope, I, I hope that it's just some random dude in, like, yep. like Springfield, Indiana, or whatever, and he's just like, I'm going to do this funny thing, and he posts a picture of an egg, Yep. and now that person has so much power. Like, they can, they can have, like, ad sponsorships and, like, endorsements and all sorts of stuff. Yep. Because they can reach, what is it, 20... Two, one million? Two, two million, two oh. million followers just uh, two on this million account. Followers, okay. But twenty-one million likes. Yeah. So whatever their next post is, like 
It's going to show it to people. It, I mean, yeah, it's going to show it to people. People are waiting for that next thing. And it's it's two million people that are going to see it, potentially. Yeah. This reminds me of something that happened uh, maybe two years ago on Twitter. Yep, and which, that was actually going to be my next one. Do you know what the most popular tweet of all time is? I think you do. Of course I know, because it was amazing. It was incredible. It was just some random guy. Yep. I don't remember his name, like Matt Parkinson or something. Oh, like, it was Carter Wilkes, Wilkerson. Oh, hey, I was pretty close. Matt Parkinson? <laughs> Carter <laughs> Wilkerson? son in there, but like that was way off. <laughs> Come on, it's not way off. It was relatively in the ballpark. <laughs> it's not in the same sport. Could you have... <laughs> Could you have come any closer than Matt Parkinson to Carter Wilkinson? Come on. I mean, you've just got all of, like, the Scandinavian <laughs> names all end in sun, so, like... Anyways, Carter Wilkinson, he hits up Wendy's because he knows that they're kind of funny. And he goes, hey, Wendy's, uh, how much... How many retweets does this tweet have to get for me to get uh, lifetime chicken nuggets? Yeah. Have you heard this, Jeff? I've not. Okay. This Which is what... I, I'm interested because Wendy's actually has pretty good chicken nuggets. They've got chicken amazing nuggets chicken nuggets. Are incredible. Yeah. Well, they're really funny on Twitter. If you don't follow them, you should follow Wendy's. And that's not sponsored. They're just funny. But uh, yeah, he said, you know, how many retweets do I need to get to get a lifetime of free nuggets? And Wendy's just like, you know, just totally like whatever. They go 18 million. They're just Yeah. They're like, whatever. <laughs> Hilarious. Yeah. Just, it wasn't. It's all the tweet said. 18 million. And so he goes, like, he, like, screenshots this conversation with Wendy's, and then he posts that. like that. So that tweet, it's the screenshot of him and Wendy's saying that thing. They say 18 million, and then he says, like, what does he say? Do you have it there? Uh, I don't have it here. It, it's basically, so he says, like, yo, help a brother out. Uh, a man needs his nugs. Yeah, a man needs his nugs. He's not needing his nugs. Help a boy get his nugs or something like that. And that tweet went super viral and so previously b- before that tweet happened the the most retweeted tweet of all time was um i think it was the the remember the famous oscars selfie yep it was, oh, yeah, it yeah. was ellen DeGeneres. Ellen DeGeneres selfie yep. with like all the famous you know actors and they all they try to recreate that all the time now yeah and then there was another one with like barack obama like i yep. think it was maybe when he was exiting it was just an awesome that that's that's the sad part is because yeah that one was an awesome tweet and that that one's been surpassed it okay was, so we've just seen the devolution of our culture right, exactly. we went from obama yeah. to the oscars to nugs <laughs> yeah like a, nugs a is... poignant thoughtful tweet from you know a but president can, can you pull up how many retweets nugs has by now uh nugs currently has right now um, 3.5 million. So that's the most retweeted tweet of all time, but it's still yeah. nowhere near 18 million, which is yeah. funny. But Wendy's has since been like, okay, that's amazing that this guy got so much publicity, free publicity yeah. for Wendy's, that uh, they gave him, I think, like a year of free nugs. Yeah, so they, he, gave, they gave him a lot of free nugs. So, yeah. you know, good for them for doing that. I mean, I retweeted that. I'm like, I retweeted I'll help it. you I'm out, a, get some nugs, man. Well, that's exactly, once you get, like, once you get enough people onto it, like, I liked this egg thing, because yeah. if you would have known about the egg thing, you'd have liked I it, too. I would have liked it. I'd be like, yeah. I'm gonna go hilarious. like it right now. Like, that's awesome. Let's let's do this. And it's it's growing enough to where it's going to be hard to knock that egg down. Yeah. See, but the Twitter thing, that was almost like a Twitter Kickstarter for nugs. Yeah, right. But this is an egg. Wait this a just second. an egg. What if Carter Wilkinson was really what if that whole like from thing like the egg farmers association what if he was no what if it was set up like by wendy what if the whole thing was like a promotion by oh. wendy's like a really clever mm. ad could have been that would have been incredible could've that would have been. been a stroke of genius and i wouldn't put the yeah. past wendy's because they're that's a quite a quite the wendy's conspiracy theory there john i don't know man i'm just i'm just gonna lay that out there yeah 
You tell me you don't believe in any conspiracy theories? I, I, I believe, oh, you know I believe in conspiracy yes. theories. He believes in robots taking over the world, but not Wendy's. <laughs> no, I, I mean, you want to talk to me about, like, the zinc lobby, we can, oh, we can big talk zinc, all day yeah. about big zinc. <laughs> uh, so do you know the most popular YouTube video of all time? Uh, I know the most disliked YouTube video of all time. Yeah, that's incredible. That's YouTube Rewind 2018. Yeah. But the most popular YouTube video of all time, like, is yeah. in views? Yeah. Um, uh, well, let's go. No, let's go on likes. Well, I remember when um, most liked YouTube video of all time. Uh, most liked. Whew. I don't know what the most liked is. Uh, top video, believe it is Despacito. Okay, that's most viewed also. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. It's. I mean, it's. it's it makes sense. That song was. It was huge. So. So my question to you would be: Do you think that now this is going to be where we're at with with uh, Twitter and Instagram? Do you think that the most liked things or retweeted things on Instagram are always going to be now somebody just going for it, like somebody who gets the joke just right nailed it? Because right at this point now, like you couldn't do the photo of a random thing. That's not going to beat the egg. Right. I mean, I don't think so. It's maybe it's possible now. We just get into this competition where it's just random photos mm -hmm. but do you think it's all going to be a joke or do you think there's going to be something that happens that dethrones it actually organically like you know kylie jenner's photo was just a photo of her kid like holding her finger like, i think it's going to happen i think it's going to be a genuine thing though and here's why because of youtube let's go back to that example if you look at if you i, I don't know exactly what you need to google to see this graph but i've seen this graph before of um, what's the Gangnam Style? Yeah. Okay, so remember when Gangnam Style came out? You know what I'm talking about? Yeah. Um, I don't remember what year that was. Like maybe 2010, something like that. 2012, maybe. Yeah, you're in the right. You're in the ballpark. It's in the right ballpark. Yeah. So like when that song came out, you know, YouTube was going along. View, uh, videos would get, you know, tens of millions of views or whatever. Uh, Gangnam Style comes out. Yeah. And it's like a rocket ship. It just takes off, and it becomes the first video to hit a billion views, like fairly quickly. But then you look at Despacito and like all these other things, oh, it's like a straight vertical line up to a billion views and yeah. beyond. Yeah, it's and crazy. And so it just huge. flies by it. So the exponential, like the rate of, you know, people liking it and watching it is just so much faster. And so I think there's gonna be something that comes along and it's like everyone, it's the, it's, it's gonna be the Despacito of Instagram. Yeah. You know, I don't know what that is. Maybe it's a picture of, uh, you know, the new whatever. World president. <laughs> Let's uh, world hope president. World president would get a lot of lot of likes. <laughs> would it though? Would people be freaking out? I mean, if I it know. was, if it was, they became world president because everyone was like, "Yay, I like you. You've united the world." <laughs> they finally. voted them in. Like, it wasn't like military coup. Yeah, it was just like, "Hey, somebody had a really good idea to have the whole world." <laughs> Like be one country. Well, we're getting into the future anyway, so we might as well just let's let's just, let's, let's, let's just go right into let's it. Let's go to the future. All right. Smells like the future, John. Hmm. The future smells interesting. What do you think the future's gonna smell like? Probably more polluted. Yeah, methane. Yeah, there's gonna be a lot more methane. You know where the most of the pollution's coming from? Like the ozone breaking down? Cow farts. You know, cow farts. What I want to talk about. Yeah, what is do you want to talk about? We kind of have talked about this a little bit in the past segment where we talked mm -hmm. about our, our growing up and yep. high school, college, like all that kind of. Uh, our growing up days. I would say that's behind us, sadly. We're not, yeah, we're not I mean, growing up anymore. Technically. We're 33. Uh, we're not growing we're up anymore. At yeah, this I guess, point. yeah. Anyways, while we were growing up, what things did we do that our kids won't have to do won't have to do or, or just won't do. won't do there won't be a thing anymore so it could be anything from the first thing the first two things that popped into my head uh -huh. and i don't know this might be too crazy uh one is learning to drive i've always thought about this like oh you don't I, think our kids will learn to drive i don't know I, i'm big into like following the autonomous car mm -hmm. technology um 
And I'm curious if in, well, my oldest son is almost four. So like in 12 years, he'll be 16. That's crazy. First of all, in 12 years, are we going to have autonomous vehicle technology where you don't really even need to get a driver's license? I'm sure you will be able to, of course, like that's not that far off, but like, is it going to be like, uh, there's so many autonomous cars and then like Ubers kind of everywhere that you could just be like, I don't need to get a driver's license. I can just call a car. I feel like that that's going to be true um, in urban areas, yeah. in really urban areas. I feel like we're st- we're in a very suburban area, mm-hmm. so I don't think twelve years is enough time for that to, to happen yet. Right. Um, because I mean, people in, there's tons of kids who grew up in cities already who just don't get driver's licenses. Plus, if, if you why? buy a new car now, it's probably going to still be running in twelve years. Like so, right? Not just that, but other things too. So another thing I yeah. thought of was playing football. Oh, I was just talking about this today. My kids will not play football. No kid of mine's playing football. I, I predicted to my dad, and he doesn't think it's true, I predicted football is either going to die or it's going to have to majorly change. Well, I don't think that one's going to happen as fast as you think either. I, I think it's going to happen eventually. Yeah. But, man, the football industry is huge. I, huge. I think football will be dead in our kids' generation. I think in our kids' in our kids' lifetime. Because just talking to other parents at my kids' school, like... Oh, yeah. No, my kids are never playing football. Okay, let's, like, let's catch up this. the randos on this because there's, like, this small but growing conversation that football is incredibly dangerous. Like, well, they didn't know. Well, one, the NFL hit it for a long time. Right. Um, but they didn't know it was so bad. I mean, it makes sense. You train these people to use their heads as weapons to stop other people running as fast as they can at each other. It's very, very violent. I'm going to have to disagree with you guys, though. I don't think it's going anywhere. You, you and think, let me tell you, you think why. they're just going to fix it? No. I think uh, – here's a question I have for you. Um, is boxing any less dangerous or violent than football? Okay, here's my here's my thing. I boxing don't think it's going anywhere dangerous. as far as like it's going to be banned or anything. I just think people are going to stop playing it. It's in in the same way that like there are very few boxers. Oh yeah, I, I like, feel like box- boxing's way less popular for our generation than it was for like our parents. But and, ask like, Vegas, older. like big fights are still the centerpiece of Vegas entertainment. But how many boxers do you know? That's true, and the, the fact that you need a lot of players to play football. I think the sport could change, but one thing that is actually happening, uh, if, if you don't follow sports often, you might not know this, but um, Major League Baseball and NFL are this year going to be implementing legalization of gambling right. on games. I did know that. I should wow. about that. putting yeah. that amount of money behind those already booming industries, yeah. I could still kind of see, I mean, th- th- there's been enough risk assessment now about the NFL and there's still tons of guys flooding and saying, I want to be an NFL yeah, superstar. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. I think it's not going anywhere anytime soon. So keeping on the topic, though, one th- like let's think about this in the other direction. Um, the things that our parents had to do that we don't have to. Mm. So one thing that I Walk was Walk uphill both ways to school? That's I've true. never had to do that. Snow. I don't physically understand that, but okay, go ahead. Yeah. No, um, but I know that like my grandparents' generation, like almost everybody served in the military. And it's not like mm. that was a mandatory thing, but true. you don't see as much of a, a oh, draw no, to yeah. do that. Or even my parents, um, my parents' generation, they frequently talk about having to work in order to go to school. Mm. Like they worked their way through college. <clears throat> and our generation hasn't really had well, to do that. Now, that's a little bit tied that, to the government different. student Yeah, because I mean, back, back then, college was affordable enough that you could afford to work a part-time job while you were in college, and it would pay for your college. Regardless of the reasons, though, our parents had to work through and we don't True. we just get to go in debt over yeah it. i think um i remember being kids and going into the woods and building forts that's, like, what, I, that's exactly what i was gonna say it's like m- more time outside 
Yeah. Uh, I think that's kind of dying a little bit. Yeah. I, my kids spend a lot of time outside, but they, yes. they spend a lot of time inside too. Yeah. But we just, I mean, just the simple fact that like we didn't have, we had a screen in the house called the TV. Yeah. But, you know, that was like maybe one or two like TVs. Play some video games on it. Yeah. But like it wasn't like a every kid now has their own screen. Right. So it's just like, it's a lot more. I mean, you our, our phones now tell us our screen time, like, usage per day or whatever averages and i'm like oh my gosh that's yeah, way more than i thought and like so kids who probably have more time on their hands than even we do are, are spending a lot of time in front of screens well i just think from a, from an aspect too of just like development like where would our like i live in the same neighborhood we grew up in yeah there's nowhere to go ride your bike to to find some woods to build a fort the woods like, are gone it's not there anymore mm-hmm. um and not only that but like how many kids like i think of the ages that we were doing that like my wife's just thinking about like oh my dog like we're just gonna let him run around the neighborhood all day like without us i'm like yeah yeah at some point you will but i feel like that's getting kind of restricted that's and again i don't think the world's any more dangerous now but we're so much more aware of the things because of the media and because of social media and all these things like i i don't think and i, I this is just me thinking off the top of my head i don't think more kids are kidnapped now than before but we just hear about it every time it happens right. we hear about it yeah one thing that i hope my kids um won't have to deal with that i know people in my generation have had to deal with is dealing with um like sexual harassment inappropriate contact all that type of stuff in like a job situation something yeah. like that i think yeah. the whole the impact of like the me too movement yeah. i'm hoping for my daughters it's going to be a little bit less of an acceptable thing yeah. that they're they're actually going to be protected. That's from. crazy to think about. I, I I don't have girls, and I just like thinking about both of you guys, your girls. Like I can't imagine being in your shoes and thinking about like, man, yeah, like twenty years ago, this would have been a scary world. <laughs> yeah, just just hearing my wife talk about the conversations she's had to have with her mom, and just mm-hmm. like talking to her about like, okay, when do we start having these conversations with our daughter? Like. Yeah. Or when do you, my wife, because she's like, I'll, I will have to have a conversation with her about like, here's what you do. And like, we're just like, that sucks. Like, that's the world that women live in. But um, I do feel like it is getting a little better because of the Me Too movement. Mm-hmm. Um, bringing a lot more things to light. So I think, yeah, that that, that will get a little better, at least a workplace. Mm-hmm. One thing um, our kids aren't going to have to deal with, I've gotten my credit card stolen thing. Mm-hmm. Like lose like when you like when you go on vacation and like remember we had to we when we go on vacation when we were kids you'd bring travelers checks and you or you'd call the credit card company and be like hey I'm going, I'm on, going vacation. on vacation so when you see some weird activity but yeah like there's gonna be a lot more forms of payment that I feel like the losing your credit card like losing your wallet thing yeah. that's not Might really be. gonna be a thing like because even like yeah. if I lost my phone now no one can use the money on it that's I just true. have to be like I got to get a new phone it's it's a brick to most people yeah so there, that's gonna be like a, oh like oh you used to lose your wallet and then everybody would have your money and then you just be out of all the money you lost like <laughs> well speaking of that i mean were you gonna say something too? well i was i have another one that i really think mine was along the lines of money was okay. Your, okay mine's a little bit different i was gonna say like change in general like coins and and like paper money mm. do we feel like that's i mean maybe in our I kids like lifetime that's, definitely that's going totally away. going by the way it's disgusting for one thing disgusting and two it's like yeah it's totally untraceable Freaking, you can drop i never it. i never carry cash i hate cash. and if i don't my kids Probably will never. As long as Big Zinc's involved, we will have coin money. <laughs> Is this the... <laughs> Danny, you've got like this wild look in your eye. Like you, you're big Zinc, fixating man. on this Big Zinc. We're, we're going to do like two massive... like. I should a- show you sometime the millions of dollars we lose on pennies and dimes. Or pennies <laughs> right, and nickels. That's it. Come we're back, going, Danny. Come we're back. We're doing full episodes on Big Zinc and the Denver <laughs> Airport. That's It's decided. We don't know when those are happening, but we <laughs> will like announce those. It'll be like trailers. It's like, going to be like our Super Bowl. Coming soon. So here's one. 
Yeah. Um, it is a very high likelihood. This is reaching back to a previous podcast episode that none of our kids will ever have to go to a polling station to vote. Ooh. Oh, yeah. They might be able to vote from the just comfort right from of home. their little smartphone. That would be incredible. I actually just saw also there was, um, they might not have to, re- they're not going to have to register to vote. I would be yes. like, our, Amen to that. kids. There was just legislation introduced to automatically register everybody. That's the way of the future. But I don't think it's going to pass. We could rabbit trail on we, that, but other advanced nations. Like Sweden and stuff, like you're just automatically registered to vote. Makes so much sense. And you have to opt out. Yeah. If you don't want to vote. Like that makes more sense. Makes so much sense. Anyways, Um, what about hair loss? Balding. I bet balding is a thing of the past by the time our kids are adults. There's already, I, I mean, I'm not losing my hair yet, which I'm very thankful for. Knock on wood somewhere, there's nothing around me, but. Uh, a lot of men in my family, like my dad, my uncles, like they're all, you know, going, it's just, an, most people start losing some yeah. hair. Your dad held on to his for a long time. It's, it's pretty recent that he started to really yeah. lose it. But like, I feel like there's some products already on the market. Like I keep seeing this thing advertised to me called Hims. Have you seen that? H-I-M-S? No. Um, Isn't that a band that Bam Margera really liked? I very well could have been. But it's also, it seems to be a product that prevents balding. Like, it, it actually, like, prevents it. It doesn't, okay. like, like regrow your hair. Yeah, it's just weird, like, hey, magical. If you start, if you know you you might lose your hair. Do yeah. you think that's kind of one of those things that, like, they're just taking advantage of people? It seems like a scam. I don't know. That's my thing. It's, like, it's maybe too early to really tell. Like, yeah. But it could be in 10 years, it's like, oh, yeah, just when you turn 30, you start using this, and, like, you're never going to go bald. Yeah. I don't know. Can I be an old man for a second? Yeah. yeah. I'm going to straight up just be an old cranky dude. Do it. Let's the do it. one thing that I'm upset that my kids can't experience. Super Nintendo? Me too. No, that's a good one. Is a internet free mm. or smartphone free world. Mm. Because it was a different world yeah. then. Like, I mean, there's zero concept that my kids have to a world before the internet. And the internet came into what it was when I was probably like 14 years old. So I remember what it was like to... Um, whenever you broke down, you'd have to like go ask someone for directions. Yeah. Whenever you needed to call someone, you had to put a quarter in a, in a thing. And yep. I mean, I remember like waking up every morning and my dad would put the newspaper on the table before he went to work that would tell me what the Cardinals or the Blues yeah. did. Like yeah. my kids, they have no concept of an internet free and network free world. Here's how much, yeah, they, I mean, granted, my son is not quite four, so his, his understanding of the internet is very limited, but, like, we lost a, a, a light, a light went out, like, the light bulb died, mm-hmm. and he goes, it's because it's not getting the internet, right, Dad? Hmm. Like, he thinks the internet is, is the same thing as electricity. Yeah. So it's like, it's already just like, it's just a thing. It's a utility. Yeah, that was confusing. I remember for my kids trying to explain to them when they'd get in their cars and their iPods, why they stopped like being able to watch YouTube. They're like, but your phone works. I'm like, yeah, but yours isn't a phone. It's an iPod. Like, <laughs> They're like, what? Whatever. Well, I just want to play Candy Crush. I don't yeah. know. Is that a thing? No. no I, I don't, don't know. <laughs> I, don't, I don't know if Candy <laughs> Crush is a thing anymore. <laughs> but yeah, uh, the, the whole like needing to search or needing to get directions thing that's going to be completely gone yes like we it's mostly gone now but there's still times where you're like oh my phone's gps isn't working for whatever reason my phone's dead like there's you're gonna have so many things on you like now that like you think about like apple watches now like just have the gps built into them so even if my phone dies if my watch is still going i could be like give me directions it's amazing um that that, is is it amazing though (laughs) i mean this is a rabbit trail i mean it is amazing it is amazing that one specifically okay this is what i was gonna say you can travel to any city and well i distinctly remember my dad and my grandpa when they would like plan a trip somewhere they would 
pull out the map, you know, like the night before or whatever, and like look at all the highways and plan out the best route. Oh, the uh, traffic might be bad. And like, highlight this and draw that and write this down and hand you directions. And like, it was this process to yeah. try to go anywhere that you didn't know how to. And somebody had to sit in the next seat with the map. Like, okay, we're going to be coming up on this street next. Yeah. Oh, that's it. Turn around. We missed it. It's so great that we don't have to do this. Like when we go to LA, I can find my way to anybody I need to get to. And it's amazing. Like yeah. I get there. I don't have to think about it. I don't have to like plan out. I can just like, I can go to LA and I know like, Hey, we're, we need to go see Blake Grigsby. Like where's his office? He told me, great. We'll be there in my phone says 45 minutes. It'll be 45 minutes. Yeah. The time savings alone for trying nice. to figure things out is incredible. Yeah. Like I mean, this might be a whole podcast topic, but I'm going to go ahead and just like T tip of the iceberg here real quick mm -hmm. there was a guy on twitter i saw like a couple weeks ago like threw out this question and he was just like a reporter or something he's like hey like i'm just curious about this what do you guys think what are some universally accepted like good progressions of technology like where you know you look at like facebook and it's like okay yeah it's connected people but it's also brought on like mm -hmm. fake news and like people like are obsessed with their likes yeah. and everything like so there's pros and cons to most things but like what are some things that we can pretty much all get behind as like this is a techno technological thing that's like everyone agrees like this is pretty good but and one of the things one of the top things that most people agreed on was gps like the abundance of like easily accessible turn-by-turn -turn navigation from wherever you are to anywhere we want yeah. to go. The other one, real quick, just to just to, to give you another example, was rear view camera, like backup cameras oh, on cars. Yeah. Oh, that's a good one. Yeah, those are brilliant. Those See, will save lives. I can get on board with the second one because yeah. that's just like a, a straight up safety thing. You're using technology to do something that saves lives, right? Yeah. See, but what do you mean by good? Like good advances? <laughs> because when it comes to GPS, there was a time. When you had to walk outside and know which way is north, south, east, and west. And I know some people who are related to me who will go unnamed who could get lost in their own neighborhood because they're so reliant on GPS. Yeah. I mean, there was sure. a time when maybe our grandparents or our great-grandparents, you had to know how to make a fire. Mm -hmm. Like, it was part of survival. It yeah. was part of, like, living. Now, most people can't make a fire. They don't have to make a fire because they don't have stoves in their house or anything like that that require you to know how to make a fire to heat the home. But um, there are certain things that, like, if all of these reliances would break down, we're incredibly inhibited because we don't know how to <laughs> make a fire. We don't know how to get anywhere because right. we don't know which way north, south, east, and west is. So I think that is a, it's probably another topic. But, like, how do you find the, like, how do you value the benefit to humanity? Is it just a convenience thing? Or is it actually, like, are we operating in a synthetic way that we're not technically supposed to rely on these things? It's a really good question. It's an interesting thought. I, I think there's some value in, like, a balance there. Sure. And I think, I think that's, that's that good. relies on the parents. Like, my dad was that guy to teach me those things. And, like, same reason now. Like, when we left work the other day when it was a snowstorm, first thing I did, fill up the whole car because you don't know how long you're going to be in. And our good friend Bill was stuck in his car all night. 14 hours. We didn't talk about this yet. Yeah. Our friend Bill. Did you know this? I did hear about this. He yet. was stuck in the He's car. going home from work. For 14 hours. Got stuck in the snowstorm. I, I can't imagine that. Like he left at what? I don't know. Regular time. Maybe he left yeah. at work a little early, like 3 or 4 p.m. Just stuck on the interstate. Until like night. the next day, the next morning. Yeah. That's mind-boggling to me. Yeah. The, and he said that, like, the cops were going around to, like, different cars and making sure people weren't, you know, like, yeah. dead or whatever. But, like, they didn't even come to his car. There were that many people that were stuck. They never even came by. Hmm. That's crazy. That's crazy. There's got to be a certain quality of, like, self-reliance that's taught. Yeah. Because if it's not, then you're over-relying on other things. It might be convenient, but we will put you in a, in a rut if things go south.
And things will go south on our kids' time. Yes, yes, they will, Danny. Yes. <laughs> See any other podcast if you want to hear more about how things will go south. <laughs> just, just skip just... right to the future segment, <laughs> and you'll hear me. Well, that'll wrap it up for this episode. Thank you guys for listening. I feel like we ended on a non-negative yeah. note. Yeah. Subscribe if you haven't. Leave us a review. We haven't really mentioned yeah, that. Yeah, we could use some reviews. That helps on us On iTunes, specifically. On iTunes, specifically. Yes, write a review. Say you loved it, even if you hated it. We would like to know. Yeah, the stars are great, too, but actually words go a long way. So Yeah, it's great for us just like promoting the podcast, but it's also good for us to hear what you like your feedback yeah and also you know hit us up on patreon if you um you know for as little as a dollar a month you can not only support us and what we're trying to do here uh, but also you can contribute your ideas yeah get involved with the show yeah we'll we'll give you a shout out on the show so check all that out i'm john stomp i'm danny gula i'm jeff mccullough see you next time see you